Good morning, everyone. Well, at least for me and Vic, it's yeah. good morning. Um, yeah, so I mean, last week was our first episode. I hope you guys um, were all able to enjoy it and listen and, and be edified through it. Um, you know, this. I hope your past week was good, too. Um, How's your week, Victor? It's pretty good. Um, I, I like this question, but I also don't like it because a lot of times I can't even remember what I did even the day before or something. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I can't say that it's not good, you know. Yeah. Because Jesus, God is good. Jesus is good. So, you know. Yeah. I like how Dave Ramsey always uh, answers that question or, or like how you're doing. It's like better than I deserve, you know, and, and that it really just like sticks to me. And I'm just like, wow, really? Like if you thought, if you think about, you know, where we came from and where we are now, like from the world, from actively warring against God to now being an adoptive son of God, you know, yeah, we're, we're children of the King. Like truly it's better than we deserve, better than we could have ever imagined us being, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was always a busy week. Like this week was just all busy because of work and whatnot. Got um, my my brother just came in from Florida with his wife, and um, yeah, just a lot of times it's it's difficult when when you have one of these weeks to stay on track and and mm. kind of everything moves so fast and um, you kind of kind of get caught up into it, and um, I think it's important to kind of slow down a little bit and and. Uh, you know, have those times where you can think and and uh, dwell and, and and meditate on the word and everything. Um, even when you have like a rough 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 week, even you know, it's when you have that priority in your life. It's when you have that like vision that you know in who you believe and you know what you actually mm-hmm. care about. You know what is important to you, and you're gonna make time. You're gonna make effort, put in effort to actually like answer to that priority or answer to that you know that thing in your heart or that thing in your life that that it matters to you even if it's something that's like you know simple as like a sport or whatever like you're gonna put a set aside time from from your the busyness of your life however busy it is and you're gonna go and you're gonna work for it you know you're gonna try and like I mean yeah just making time for it because like yeah um, we always have these excuses and, um, uh, and ev- everyone says they don't have time for things and everything. Like j- even this week, um, you know, I was, I was working and I was sitting in a parking lot doing some paperwork or whatever. And, um, some ho- homeless guy comes up to me knocking on the window and I was like, oh man, like I'm, I'm busy. I can't really talk or anything like that. And, um, I, I rolled down the window and he's like, yo, can I get a couple of dollars? And I'm like, you know, for what? And we were outside the family dollar or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I just need a drink. You know, I, I, I'm thirsty or whatever. And um, I was like, I, I don't, I really don't have any money on me. I'll, I'll go buy you one. He's like, to be honest, I, I want a beer or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not even 21 yet. I, I, <laughs> I can't even help you out with that. So, you know, um, I, I told him like, I, you know, I, I can't help you out, you know? Um, and then, he started walking away, but I was like, sir, like, you know, wait, wait a second. I had, I had some gospel tracks that Alex gave me a couple of days ago. So I, uh, I, uh, went up to him, talked to him a little bit, gave him the gospel track and, and I'm like, you know, read this, you know, this is, you know, and if you have anything you want me to pray for, I'll, you know, I could pray for you. He's like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm like, oh, yeah, at least read the, the, uh, 
the gospel track. And, um, and he's like, yeah, I'll read it when I got some time. I'm like, bro, all you got is time, dude. Like, like you don't got a job or nothing. Like, he's acting like him, you know, walking around. It's like, this is his nine to five job. It's like, bro, all you have is time. Like, you, you got to sit down. And, and, and it was just shocking to me. Like, even someone who doesn't have a job, doesn't have a home, doesn't have, you know, a family. I mean, maybe he does, but, like, you can see he's, he's on the streets. Made that excuse of, oh, I don't have I don't have time right now. You know, it's like, it's crazy. It's like, you know, all those things I told him and um, he still didn't care. You know, it was just like, I, I, I don't care. I got my own things going on, you know, and uh, I, I feel like we do that a lot where we, if we actually took a step back and, and thought about, oh, I don't have time. It's like, that's ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't tell me that y- you, you need to, you want to, uh, seek God more. Don't tell me you want to read your Bible more. Don't tell me you don't, you know, you want to make more time for it. Just do it. You know, Mm. it it gets to the point where it's not, it's not, it's, it's just up to us to do that. You know, it's not like, oh, we can't make time. It's up to you, you know? And, and, um, I think we always get kind of like caught up in that and where it's like, we get so used to our daily schedule that we we think, oh, God has no place for that, or like I have to try and try and fit God into into my life, you know. Yeah, you think that's sometimes it's like what we look like to God, you know, just like telling Him, oh, I, when I got time, you know, then I'll, then then I'll turn to you, God. Then I'm going to talk with you. Then I'm going to pray. Then I'm going to read my Bible when I got time, you know. And like you you just said that, and I'm just like, wow. Like, it's probably what, what God thinks, you know, when we say those things. Because something interesting that I found, at least in my own life, but I'm sure many people can relate to, is, like, when we say we don't have time, most of the time we, we don't believe in ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Most of the time we just we just say it to make an excuse. While we're just, it's a convenient excuse, and, and we don't even believe that, that, that excuse that we make. And, like... This is actually this thought came to me when I was in, in one of my classes um, last semester. It was a really weird class. It was an art class at a public university, so you know <laughs> you can imagine how that was. Mm-hmm. But one of the things uh, that we we talked about was this idea of like hyper normalization, and 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 I know it sounds like like fancy or whatever, but what it means is just literally like believing a lie that we know is a lie, you know, and. I was just thinking to myself, like, that's a perfect way to describe this world right now Mm -hmm. is we're living a lie that we know is a lie. Like, we know everything around us is a lie, you know, everything and, like, and even, even, like, not having time, which might not be in this, an excuse of this world, or maybe it is, but maybe even in the church, it's like, we don't even believe that ourselves because if we truly wanted to make time, we will. Mm-hmm. If we care about something, and if we, like we mentioned before, if we have this desire, if we truly value that thing, and obviously here we're talking about God, then we're going to make time for it. There is no question about it. You yeah, know? and I think the big part about that is is the sacrifice that comes along with making time, because mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, I'm going to add an extra hour to the day. It's like you can't add another hour to a 24-hour day, you know. It's I got to take an hour away from something else and give it to God. You know, and, and and it's hard to do that when we have our schedule and we want to balance out work and school and and uh, mm. chilling, and then God is kind of like, 
kind you of just get lost and fourth, all that. fourth priority kind of thing. It's like, oh yeah, I, you know, I went to church on Sunday. I went to church, you know, youth and, you know, that was my time for God. Mm. But, um, you know, that's something that in my life was such a struggle because, um, you know, being in kind of, you know, multiple, uh, uh, ministries, it was so, it was so hard to, um, think like, oh man, I, I got to make time for God, but like, God, I'm, I'm serving you almost every single day. Like I got things going on, but you know, that affected my personal relationship with God, which mm-hmm. is above all else, most important. You know, if you, if you don't have a personal relationship with God and, and you got all these other things going on at church, like all those things are going to crumble because you know, your strength, you're not drawing your strength from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's something we should talk about in another episode is, is <laughs> uh, burning out and, uh, Ooh. You know, drawing strength from God. But anyway, um, I, I always thought, like, you know, I, I got to make time for God. But also, like, I, I'm already, you know, a, a youth choir. You know, how, what, how am I supposed to go home and read the Bible? I'm tired, you know. And um, I, I began to kind of look at my priorities. It's like it, I'm kind of checking all these things off the list. And then God was like, down there, if I have time for God, I'll give it to him. I was kind of like... You know, Alex, Alex always says the thing about um, giving God your crumbs. You know, you 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 eat everything in the your you do everything in the day, and whatever leftovers you had, you're like, all right, here, here's my leftovers. You know, and if you think about it, like that's what Cain almost did. You know, back mm-hmm. back in the garden, like it, it's a pretty tough uh, story to actually go in and understand. Like, well, why didn't God accept Cain's offering? Like, what was wrong with it? You know, and it's because he. he he did not give God the first fruits, no matter what they looked like. You know, no matter how they they might have ended up in the most pretty produce. They might not like they might have had like some deformities or whatever. But God wants the first fruit. You know, God wants it to be your not even first priority because I feel like that in and of in and of itself limits God. Just yeah. by saying God is my number one priority, my number one. Well, no, God should be that whole entire list. Yeah. Like, it should be even more than just number one. Like God he, is too big to fit in that number one spot. And he, he wants your everything. Mm-hmm. And that's like, a, like another thing, like we're going back to sacrifice, you know. Like, it's that sacrifice is even more than we think. It's because it's not even just, like, the majority of our time or 99.9% of our time. But it should be all of our time should be devoted and dedicated to him. And then, and then you think of like, well, how is that practical? How how can that actually be? Like, I have a life, I have a job, I have a, a family or whatever. And like you think about it, but nowhere in the Bible does it say we, we shouldn't have those things or those things are, are bad and those things will get in the way of God. But when we're living a life fully devoted, you know, 100% of it is is in God's hands, then these things that we have is, it's it's just used by God, you know, it's mm-hmm. even like talking about love, you know, mentioning just love and that, that attribute of God, like we're, compared to uh, God's love, our love is nothing. So what is our love for our family that we can come up with on our, come up with on, on our own? But when we're fully devoted to God and all the attributes of God are still like manifested through us, like that's now the love that I have for my family or the love that I have for whoever else is no longer my own love or something that I could come up with. But it's now the love of God, which is so much greater, so much better. Even I don't even understand it. 
But now it's that pouring out of me for this people. And like in a job or whatever, all these same attributes can be applied there. And it's no longer you who working, but it's now the spirit of God moving through you and like manifesting himself through you. And that is, you know, I feel like what we're called to do. Yeah, amen. <clears throat> I like what you said, you know, not having Jesus as a priority, but your only priority, not like, oh, just the number one spot, but it's the only spot that you have in your life. Because like, you know, I, I like that saying, if you have Jesus, you have everything, you know, everything else is, um, you know, just there. And, and, and I like to think about that verse that kind of um, everybody knows. Um, it's an Instagram bio verse, I like to call it. It's a Matthew 6, It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And um, we hear that so many times, and I don't know if we ever think about, like, what does that mean, you know? What does it mean if you seek first the kingdom of God, all other things will be added on to you? Yeah, like, my find, where my mind first goes is like, what does it mean to seek? And what does that actually look like in our lives? Yeah. To actually seek, to actually put in effort, you know? And at least for me, it's like we, we talked about, and we talk about <clears> it a <throat> lot, but it's making that time, you know? it's It's putting aside something that, else that you could be doing right now whether that's scrolling through instagram or just spending time on your phone and and instead of picking up the word and just picking up the bible like that's something for me like that i found um to be really a big distraction is my phone you know you look at your screen time at the end of the week or and then at the end of the day and you're like man where did i find so much time mm -hmm. to sit on my phone for what six hours or whatever you know throughout the day like that's still it's it's crazy to me like like how, like it, you know, in the moment, it might not feel like you're there. You're there for 10 minutes or whatever on Instagram or, you know, texting someone on Snapchat or whatever. But just like if you if you take a step back and you just look over, like even your your screen time, it's just like, man, imagine if even for half of that, I, sex, uh, I like sought after God. Yeah. Like, and if that's what I think seeking is. And then like, you know, seek first the kingdom of heaven. That's like. So it shouldn't even be like half of your screen time. It should be all of your screen time. Like the amount spent in the Word, the amount spent, and the amount spent on your phone. It shouldn't be thirty minutes in the Word and six hours on your phone. It should be six hours in the Word and thirty minutes on your phone. You know? Yeah, I think, like you said, it should be everything. Like um, I think we talked about this last time, but having like the lens of Christ and and having that lens over every part of your life. You know, like. Um, through work, you look at it through the lens of Christ. Through school, you look at it through the lens of Christ, and um, that's why you know that's where the sacrifice comes in. In, in my personal like testimony, whatever, it was um, you know I, I want to have a good job. I want to uh, you know you got to work hard for that. You got to spend time putting in the work. You know I want to have good friends, good friendships. You know you got to spend time hanging out and everything. But I think if we if we set that aside and um, our first priority is God, then God will bless those things in your life. Like, you know, instead of like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, watch a movie with my friends. But no, you go, you know, it doesn't mean, you're, doesn't mean you're skipping out on every hangout and everything like that. But it just means your hangouts are more blessed now because you spent time with God and your first priority is God. And now the conversations you're going to have is about God. Mm -hmm. It's going to be edifying and, and people around you are going to be brought up. And, and um, you know, you spend time with God and, he'll give you wisdom, you know, and, um, you know, that just comes into work 
in school. You know, if you if you spend all your time studying and um, you know in school, and 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 obviously it's tough. You gotta, but um, I don't think we should ever kind of make that excuse to where oh, right now is my time is to study. Um, you know, a textbook rather than study God, because um, you know we don't we don't realize how far we'll be drifting away from God. Yeah, that's like I know we like to jo- like joke around about it, especially like during choir on Wednesdays. But you know, there's people who skip out on on, on practices just because they're doing doing homework. Don't mean to call anyone out, but um, but yeah, and you're like you know, school is school's a distraction. So you shouldn't go to school or whatever. And, and we're, we're joking when we say that, but like. It's true, you know, it can become a distraction. Like, it's one that's, you know, I guess more acceptable, you know, yeah. especially, like, in our culture and our whatever, because, like, oh, he's just studying, he's doing this. But it's even in that place, you know, you got to think, like, why am I here, you know? Because, like, you're, th- you're going to be places, you're in places for a reason. It's not like you're there by chance. So there is a purpose for you being there. But now... And I know I like to talk about uh, with some people a lot about this, but like, what's the point of you being there? Like, what's the point of you taking mm. hours and hours f- for studying? Like, how can how can God get the glory in that? And you know, it's a tough question, but I believe it just matters about your heart. Like, if you want to bring God glory, even in your studying, God is going to get glory. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like so. These things are they're important, and you're, you're you're working for something, and it could be for what God God calls you to do. You know, yeah, if God yeah. calls you to be a doctor, you're gonna have to go study so much more than like you know probably either me or you have done in our lives. And it's just like, well, in that time of studying, like how how does God get how how does God get glory? Because it's you know it's God's calling for my life, but now I'm kind of stuck. Yeah, I mean? I mean like this even like living a life of worship and think about what that means is every single thing that you do, you do for the glory of God. And and um, and you, you, when you think about it, it sometimes sounds a little silly because it's like, you know, what does God have to do with me um, studying for school, you know? But um, I, think, I think it has to do everything with him, you know? It's like you're, you're going to get that job, and, and he's going to bless you, um, and he's going to, you know, provide for you through, through that job and everything. And, um, you know, he's going to, you know, you can affect so many people through that job, through college, through the studies that you do, you know. Um, one thing I want to ask, like, uh, just a general question, like, well, how do we practically set our, set our priorities straight? Like, you know, we have, like, especially, like, uh, you know, young people, um, we have so many things going on. And it's not, a lot of times we feel like we're, it's such a struggle to balance all those things, like school, friendships um you know maybe uh, other relationships um and the god and church and all how do we how do we balance that it's a good question um first and foremost i think that you're not going to be able to balance or you're not even going to be able to set that priority without realizing what christ has done for you on the cross that's the first step like if you're not saved if you don't know what jesus did for you you know, you being a sinner before and now literally becoming a son of God, like that transformation should make you want to serve God. Mm-hmm. It should make you want to get closer. But a lot of times, even Christians don't find that that themselves in that place because usually it's because there's something in their lives that they value. 
and ultimately it comes down to they value it more than God. Like, the, yes, they know that God is good. Yes, they know that, you know, what God has done for them. But there's still, it could be sin. I mean, it could not be sin, you know. But it's something that they they, they like to hold on to. They, they, they like to grasp. And what they need to do is let go. Mm-hmm. So, like, just to talk, to talk practically a little bit, like, if that's something in your life that's keeping you from God or if you, if you see it's becoming too much of a distraction, then you just have to cut it out of your life. Yeah. And yeah, just like for me personally, um, it was it was just a matter of of doing, going and and doing, because we could say we can have so many conversations about like, man, I got to start getting more serious about, you know, my personal relationship with God or I got to get start getting more serious about this and that. Um, But a lot of times it's like, okay, then do it. You know, it's not that hard. Get up and read your Bible. Like, what, what is stopping you from that point? Like, don't tell me you want to make time for God or you want to read your Bible more if you're out chilling with your friends 24-7, you know, doing nothing but that. Or don't tell me you want to make time for God if, you know, you, you can't wake up a little bit earlier. Like, you spend four hours on your phone watching TikTok or Instagram. Like, don't tell me that you need to make more time for God. Just go do it. You know what I mean? Like, that if, you, if you truly wanted to, if that was an actual desire in your heart, then you would do it. You know, there's a lot of excuses we can make up, like, um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's kind of, it was kind of, for me, it was like, okay, like, I, I got to put away my phone, stop watching this show or whatever. Like, even like last week on Saturday, um, it's like, I found this show, you know, my brother told me about it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to check it out. I, I, I put the trailer on. I was like, dude, this is sick. <laughs> and then I watched the first episode second and before you know it it's like the whole season i'm like what the like how you know i spent the whole day watching that show like dude um but and i was like you could think about it's like oh it's just a show it's not bad you know like whatever but in the and i was thinking about i was like man i just i gotta stop you know i no matter how much i want to see it's like one of those shows where like every episode they leave it on a cliffhanger but you know, it's something I, I, I just recently had to sacrifice. Like, I'm no, I'm, I'm done. Like, this is why I stopped watching shows because I can't handle not indulging so much mm-hmm. into it. And so you know, I, I just, I gave it up. And, and, and because that, that whole day, I, I didn't think about God and read the Bible. And it's, and it's like, yeah, sure, you know, watching an episode of a show is not bad. But when, when, that, when those things start to take over in your life, you got to learn to know that, um, you know, first priority is God. You know, did I read my Bible today? Did I spend time with God? And if there's something keeping you from that, then, um, you know, you got to reset your priorities, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the interesting thing, too, is like when we have that priority or when we lived a life, you know, even before that moment, when we were living a life that our priority is God and we, you know, dedicated time, we, we like did all the right things or whatever. When we do end up like, you know, falling, I guess you could say, or like turning away from that, like our souls and and from our hearts are longing for that connection again, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like, and that's why he said it like brings you the, the conviction or whatever you, you said that I just had to stop, you know, and I feel like that comes from a life, like a, a, a total life just lived with the priority being Christ. So even when we do fall, it's not when we, it's not if we fall, it's when we fall, mm-hmm. like we'll have that like desire to get back on track and it's yeah. nothing that we could do in our, on our own. It's nothing that we could come up with. Because, you know, we're inherently sinful and we're always going to be, like, you know, 
if we're left to our own minds, we're going to choose sin. But when, when God is working in us and when God is, you know, living inside of us, when we do end up, like, say, messing up, we won't, it's not like we have, uh, we're, like, thrown aside. But no, God is there to be, like, you know, lift us back up. And mm-hmm. like you said, you know, you, we run to God when we, when we finally come to our senses, like the prodigal son, right? He came to his senses, and then he turned and said, I'm going to go back to the house of my father. Like that's exactly what happens, and that only comes from that relationship, that prior relationship that you've had, and that's why it's so important. Even now, you know, you think I'm good, you know, you think, oh, I have my priorities straight, you know, I know God is number one or whatever. But it's important to keep to keep living a life like that because yeah. the moment that you start, you know, slipping up, or the moment you start like kind of you know letting go a little bit, that's when like you'll be vulnerable. I can never say that word. But you'll be open to the attacks from mm-hmm. the devil, you know. Well, he's going to start creeping back into your life. It might not be, like, right away all at once. But you give him a foothold. You know, you, you have that crack in the wall. Yeah. Like Asardis, um, like, Vitaly Isak was mentioning, yeah. uh, um, Revive. And that still message still stuck with me. But, like, you, that crack in the wall or whatever, that, that little part where, where you, let the, you let the devil in, and he's just going to ruin it all, you know. Yeah. I think um, it's not even also, like, it, yeah, you gotta you gotta set aside even anything that's bad in your life that's keeping you from God. But a lot of times we don't realize like there's some things that keep us from God and they're not necessarily bad. Like if you're overburdening yourself, say in ministry, if you're overburdening yourself and you know doing all these things or hanging out, you know so much that um, you know you may not be doing, you know you might be talking about good things and everything, but it's important to step back and. And, and really make sure that you're drawing your strength from God. Like, why do I do these things? Why am I um, serving God? Why am I doing this ministry? And if, if, we, um, if we don't know why or, like, we, we overburden ourselves with those things and they're keeping us from our relationship from God, you, you got to let go of those things, you know. Like, and, and that's something in my life that I had to do, uh, let go of certain things because at the end of the day, I, would, I was just too tired, you know. And it's because my, my, you know, I wasn't drawing my strength from, from the Lord. It was just like my, my, my own personal routine that I kind of get it, got into it. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, you got to step back from that. And yeah, absolutely. And like when you are involved in like every single ministry at the church, you know, the church that the church offers, like at one point or another, you're going to have to like, like think like, okay, what is I can't do everything. Yeah. You know, God can't call me to be the preacher and then the choir director and then, you know, the organizer of everything. Like, God God can't, I can't be all those things in one, you know. Like, that's just too much. It's too much on, on our bodies. And God realizes that because God doesn't want us to be, like, have our foot in every single ministry and then, like, be good or be okay at every single ministry. He wants us to be great at one or two. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants us yeah. to, to settle down, to focus on one where we can give all of our attention. Because that's what, and the, at the end of the day, what God wants from us is our intention. It's our devotion. And, like, all these things is just making time for him, like, acknowledging that he's sitting right here next to us in this empty seat next to me. You know, he's here and he might, you know, you might not realize it, but, like, this illustration that really like stuck with me about that is from the musical pilgrim that we went to see like what was that a couple months ago or maybe a year ago now they're actually coming back right soon yeah that's I think awesome for 10 days i can't wait i'm gonna see it every single day but yeah. <laughs> like 
like how the king was following Christian. He was always, wherever he went, like Christian didn't realize, Christian was the main character, by the way, but he was always with him. And, and like, and just that, that picture like just stuck with me. And the fact that God is literally sitting right here, like I said, he's, he's with us wherever we go. And like, just realizing that it, it changes your like view on life. You yeah. Know? I think if we have that mindset to where, um, you know, we have God right there next to us all the time. And it's not just we're serving some crazy thing a million miles away from us. And it's like, you know, we get to that point where like, what am I, what am I even doing this for? But if we get into that mindset of like, you know, this is not my home. My God is right next to me. I'm serving him. And this is not my home. This is not your home. This is not my life. It's his life now. Yeah. And um, everything I do, I do for the glory of God. All my ministries, all my ministries, everything I do is to give God glory and to further his kingdom. Um, and, I, you know, that's that's how, you know, that's the, a, a big part of setting priorities straight is to realize this mm -hmm. life is not my own. I have to sacrifice. And a lot of times I think that um, we're afraid to sacrifice because um, we don't trust God. Mm -hmm. And um, we kind of like... Uh, I'm trying to look for a verse. Um, yeah, so we we kind of like are, are afraid to sacrifice because we only trust ourselves with like, oh, I got to make my daily plan. I'm so used to this daily routine. And a verse that I like is do not be, it's uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 8. It says, do not be anxious about anything, mm -hmm. but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honor honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I love that list, you know. It's God is the only thing worthy of praise, you know. And, and that's the only thing worth living for the only thing sacrificing your time for is jesus mm -hmm. yeah but also you know what that passage is talking about is the fact that just god cares yeah you know, god cares about your problems was talking about like that was that's probably a <laughs> that was on monday probably a sermon that i would remember for the rest of my life you 100 know? like yeah just the gist of it was the fact that god of all the universe you know your creator he cares for even the little things in mm -hmm. your life like, it's not, there's nothing too small, and there's nothing too big. God cares about, like, the big things in your life and the little things. And maybe we'll have to get Vova on here sometime. Maybe yeah, definitely. Talk about that topic a little bit more. But in the meantime, I think that verse, like, just did a justice. You know, God cares about your anxieties, so cast them on him. Yeah. Like, we, like to, we like to hold on, like you said, to our problems and to our worries and stuff because that's exactly that. We don't believe that God cares yeah, like, for them. He cares about our school, cares about our work. Give that to him. You know, yeah. he cares that we have a good career. You know, that's why we try to set, we try to hold on to it because we think like, Oh, we, we're the only one that cares so much. We care more about our jobs than anyone else. But God cares more about mm -hmm. that. He wants you to have, you know, a, a good job, a good wife, a good life. Um, you know, he wants us to serve him though, first of all. And yeah. those things are, if those things will come, if, if our first priority is Jesus. Right, and like so sometimes we have the mindset of like, oh, I got myself to this place. Yeah. I got myself this far, so how can I give it up? I'm, I'm just going, you know, I'm going to the moon or whatever. But like, no, like you did nothing that, to bring you to that place. It was all God even to begin with, yeah. you know? So like what, what makes you think that, that 
he won't bring bring you even further. Yeah, I think we like to think about this. If we trust God with our salvation, the only thing that is matters in this life is like if we're saved or not. You know, that's the big question at the end of your life. If we trust God with that, why don't we trust Him with every other little thing? You know, yeah. and it's because a lot of times we don't think He cares about those things, but it's the opposite. You know, and and I like that verse Wolver mentioned also. It says it's a peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like a lot of times we don't understand why we got why we got to give this up, why we're in this difficult place. But He gives us that peace that surpasses. Like maybe I don't understand it, but I know God cares for me, mm. and He's taking care of me. And um, if we have our priorities and our our mindset is all on Christ, you know, then those things fall into place because we know we love God. We want to serve Him first above everything else. Absolutely, and and that is like the whole gist of. You know, priority, having your priorities straight. It's, it's just, yeah, it's that Jesus is the number one priority. Yeah. So is Jesus your priority? Yeah. Good question. Think about it, guys. <laughs> um, God bless you guys. Until next week, I guess. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any other topics, I think we, we'll have another poll maybe. Um, just, yeah, swipe up or DM City Lights Instagram page. Just let us know because we, you know, we want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. We're going to bring other people on there. If you guys have something you guys want to talk about, share about, something you're passionate about, give us a shout because we would love to have you on. So God bless you guys. We're praying for you. Pray for us. See you till next time. <laughs>